Americans are capable of achieving extraordinary things when they have the freedom and opportunity to do so. This is American Potential, and here's your host, Jeff Crank. All right, well, welcome to the American Potential Podcast. Thanks for being with us, and as always, we appreciate you listening and, and following us on this journey. We've been able to tell some amazing stories. I don't even know what episode we're on now. It's just, it's incredible when I look down, we're doing like, I don't know, between two and three of these episodes a week. We've been doing it for for a couple of months now, and um, episodes are piling up. We're getting lots of great feedback. Um, by the way, you can send me an email, jeff at americanpotential.com, if you'd like to give us your thoughts on the show, how we can uh, how we can do better, obviously, uh, what you like, what you don't like, those sorts of things. And um, if you have great stories, we'd love to connect with you as well on those. I've got a great, uh, a, a sad story, but I think one that is going to have, uh, does have a happy ending and will continue to have a happy ending. And it's one in the area of educational choice. We talk a lot about that because I really believe that that's one of the areas that in America, when we talk about empowering people to break barriers that are imposed by government, one of the greatest areas that we can do that the most in is in K through 12 education. And, you know, states all around the country are starting to pass something called an education savings account. And this allows parents to choose the learning environment, which is best for their child. But for one Utah student, uh, he needed a different environment because he couldn't get away from bullies. And today's podcast guest is a, is a mom of a young man who has been bullied since the first grade. And it's, it's a pretty sad story. As we know, as parents, kids can be very mean. Uh, sometimes the system encourages them in some ways to be mean. Kids would pull her son's red curly hair and made comments like, if I looked like you, I would kill myself. I can't imagine saying that to anyone, let alone to a child. As he got older, It went from verbal to physical abuse, and after each incident, this mom went to the school administration, but she was told repeatedly that there was nothing that they could do. Because a traditional school district forces kids to attend neighborhood schools, the family had to finally sell their home and move to get into another school district, but her son was still bullied at the new school. This mom has gone to every level of government to get help, and nobody could help her. The family was finally able to get him into a military school where they followed their no-bullying policy. And now, with a passage of the Utah Fits All Scholarship Program, an educational savings account law just passed in the state, this will help cover the expenses that the family was having to pay out of pocket. thereby breaking a previously government-imposed barrier. Kim Byram is our guest today, and she's going to tell us more about her son's story and why Utah Fits All is a benefit to her family. First of all, Kim, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Yeah, first of all, I want to I tell you how sorry I am to hear that this happened uh, to your son. This happens, you know, in every state in America. Uh, it's very personal and hurts a lot when it's your kid. I know 
when, when that happens. And so, you know, I'm, I'm sorry that that happened, but I'm glad that you use that to, to, to reach out and to, to better not only your situation, but really the ki- all of the kids in Utah to have more choices. So I'm sorry about that. Tell us, tell us a little bit more about your son. Callan is a average child. <laughs> he right. likes he likes rodeos and hunting and four wheelers and snowmobiles and things. A lot of outdoor stuff. He's not a whole big sports fanatic, but we did have him in almost every sport you can think of growing up, just to get him active and outside and and um, try to get him in with the community kids to try to get him friends because from kindergarten on he has not really had friends and um he's a twin so my daughter was pretty much his only friend and he would hang out with her and her friends all through school so we did what we could to try to get him in with the community i guess in 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 my way of thinking i thought if he's on a sports team they're going to have that sports camaraderie and they will accept him He'll be part of that pack. And it didn't really go like that. <laughs> right. And we, and we tried every sport. We've tried even hockey. We tried everything. And it just it just did not work out. He he just didn't fit in no matter what. He's kind of slow. So um, they didn't want him on their team pretty much is, is kind of how mm-hmm. it, it came to be with that. But as far as the school, we've changed schools. This is now his fifth school. I think our last straw was last January of 2022. He got beat up pretty badly by one boy that was waiting for him to get off the bus. Mm. And it, it was premeditated, of course. So we didn't hear about it until after he got home from school. He, he, it was all caught on video, but he didn't, nobody really monitors the videos. There's a police officer that was at the school, but he was in the main office hanging out with the office staff at the time. Mm. So nobody stopped it. It just, it went on until finally the kid gave up and locked him out of the school by holding the door shut so he couldn't get in. So um, when he got home, he was just extremely upset. He was mad. He was throwing things. He was very verbally abusive to us. And we knew something had happened because he's not like that unless something happens at school. So we had to kind of force it out of him. And he told us that he got beat up and Mm. kind of walked us through what had happened. So, um, of course, it was after school, so nobody answered the phones. So the next morning we went in and we were able to see it all on video, which as a parent, watching your child get beat up is probably the hardest thing you'll ever have to watch. and. Um, our emotions took over. We were not okay with the situation, of course, but they, he told us the only thing that he was able to do on his end was suspend that child, the other child for 10 days. And he actually only suspended him for two and a half days. So, um, we didn't feel that was enough. We felt like it was. Um, being premeditated where he was waiting for him, how can you allow somebody that 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 is that? I, I don't I don't want to say there's something wrong with him, but mentally there's something wing wrong with a person that can sit and wait to beat up a child. There's sure. 
something going on. So we didn't feel like it was enough. Two and a half days was nothing compared to what my son had gone through. Mm -hmm. So we went to the school board. The school board had a meeting with us and the principal. She told us in her own words, I'm not quoting, but it was basically your son is white and he's privileged and he doesn't fit the criteria for being protected under the school laws of Utah. Wow. Wow. So then we went, yeah. (laughs) Then we went to the Utah State School Board because um, we didn't feel like that was appropriate. How can you say just because of his skin color, he can't be protected at school? That's amazing. So we went to them. They said, um, there's nothing we could do. It's a federal law. And, which it is, I, we <laughs> looked into it, and to change a federal law, you have to go through government. So that's where we started. We started with our city mayor, and then we went to the district. We went to the representatives. We went to the council member. We went to everybody, anybody that mm-hmm. would listen. We, right. we called them. We went to their offices. We had meetings. We had a meeting with a lot of the state representatives and the school resource officers and um, just anybody who wanted to attend. We went and we had several other parents in that meeting that were talking about their child also being bullied and beat up and um, getting hurt at school. And we tried to get a petition. We only had 1,200 signatures. And for it to even be looked at at a state level, you need 3,000 signatures. So we weren't able to get enough signatures in the time that they, because they do everything in January mm-hmm. and we just didn't have enough people that were supportive of it. They just didn't care. So, um, and we went to, I, I was actually contacted by someone that does the Utah fits all scholarship. Right. And she said, I heard about your story. Is there any way you want to come on board and help us out? And, and I know that doesn't change the bullying laws, which those those are my priority. <laughs> yeah. The bullying laws are my priority, but if it will help even one child sure. to get out of that situation that my son's been in for most of his life now, I will do what I need to do to get that taken care of because there's so many yeah. suicides going on right now and there's so many people who yeah. drop out of school or they they just start self-harming and luckily that hasn't been my son, but I, I heard so many stories in this fight that I've been on for over a year now. There's just been way too many people that are, it, they're taking matters into their own hands because they don't have any other option. Yeah. Now, well, and I would argue that, that uh, Utah fits all will help stop bullying because free markets will send signals. It's going to take too long. And, you know, as a parent, you're you're concerned about your child and it would be too long to make a difference there. But you know what? Parents will send signals that when, when school boards and and elected officials or appointed officials are saying, Hey, we can't protect you because of the color of your skin. Then guess what? People will start voting with their feet. And that's exactly what Utah fits all will allow, uh, allow them to do. And by the way, I want you to do me a favor. You tell Callan, first of all, if he likes hunting and he likes ATVs. He and I'd be the biggest buddies in the world. I can tell you that right now. Uh, that's great. Your son sounds like an amazing young man. Um, I, I, I want to ask, I, I did jot this down, but what are you, so he's a twin. 
So what did his sister think of all of that? I mean, she truly was, I'm sure, his friend throughout all of this. But what did she think of all this bullying? But she's, we call her scrappy. (laughs) 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 She would protect him at school as much as she could. Anytime that she was around him, she, and at one point she felt like she had to walk him from class to class. So she would get permission from her teachers to go run to his class and walk him to his next class just to kind of protect him because he doesn't really protect himself. He, he kind of freezes, I guess. And, um, If they knock him down, he goes in the fetal position and he stays there. And if he's um, being hit, he he kind of covers his head and he protects his head. And that's his defense mechanism. And yeah. so she took it upon herself to protect him. And she actually, <laughs> I don't know how she didn't get beat up herself. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's scrappy. <laughs> <laughs> she was... She would push the kids, the boys, and she hit a couple of them, which Mm -hmm. they didn't suspend her. But um, thankfully, because she's a straight A student and I didn't want that to start affecting her schooling, but it was also affecting her just, I mean, she was just always on alert. Mm -hmm. She was always, she felt like she was so defensive and so um, bitter towards everybody. And it started to affect them both not only physically, but mentally and emotionally. And it just, it was affecting our whole family. So, um, of course we all went to therapy We're we're still in therapy. It's not something you could just get over overnight. Sure. Um, but she also had to change schools. So anytime he had to change schools, we had to change her schools as well. Mm-hmm. So she had to leave her friends and leave her classes and leave everything that she loved because uh, we just, it was just too hard for us to get them to mm-hmm. separate schools. So, um, now, well, honestly, now they're in separate schools and it is, it's a nightmare. <laughs> it's a two hour commute mm-hmm. every single day to get them to two separate schools. And, oh wow. um, mm-hmm. but we're, it's, it's worth it because they're both safe. They're both protected and, and we feel like it's just a better environment for them. Yeah. But with her, it's a trust issue more than anything is she doesn't trust anybody now. Mm-hmm. Well, what a sweetheart for, for, for being that way to her brother. And I, I know that as with everything, even though these are really tough issues that they've both gone through and your family's gone through, I'm sure there's a lot of positives. They're probably hard to see sometimes, but I'm sure that it's, it's brought the two of them closer together. In some ways it's brought your family probably closer together. So hopefully there are some positives that have come out of it and things that they'll carry on throughout the rest of their lives. There's lots of negative that I'm sure they'll carry on, but hopefully there's some positives too uh, that that they're seeing and then they'll carry into the rest of their lives as well. So um, it, let me ask you, as you moved and you change, you change schools, right? To another school and the bullying didn't stop. Is that right? Right. So, so it just was a different form or what happened there? Uh, so pretty much it was mainly about his appearance at first because mm-hmm. he is a shorter child. He's a shorter boy mm-hmm. and then the red hair and he has freckles and he is definitely not obese by any means, but he's a little bit chubby. And so they would, they would just make fun of him for everything. And, um, depending on what school he was at, um, 
because he is into the more of the cowboy stuff, he would wear Wranglers and he would wear um, boots every single day. And they would make fun of him because they, they would say, you're not a real cowboy and um, you don't even know how to do this or do that. And even if it, and they knew nothing about him, he, he raises sheep and he does, I mean, he, he does a lot more outdoor stuff that most kids don't do. And, they just didn't know anything about him. They would just make fun of him because of his appearance. And then it would be um, because he has his own phone now. And we did that for protection. But I was I was pretty strict on that, on electronics. And I wouldn't let him carry a phone to school. Even though he had one, he had to keep it at home. And um, he would be made fun of. And they would call me a helicopter pilot because there was... Um, or her- helicopter parents, sorry, because um, in elementary, I would go eat lunch with him. And sometimes I would go to his class and sit with him because it was just such a struggle. So that was another thing for them to make fun of. It, mm-hmm. They would just choose anything and everything. And <sighs> calling, I contacted parents and let them know, like, this is what your child is doing. And probably nine times out of 10, I would say nine times out of 10, at least the parents would turn it back on to my son and say that there, there's no way that their child would do something like that. And are you sure that your son's not lying to get attention? And it was nonstop, even though I said, I could show you the bruise from your child slapping my son in the face. I can show you the bruise if you want, I'll bring him to your house. And they still, they wouldn't believe it. And yeah, so it was just, it, it's just really hard when you, when you try every route that you can think of to protect him and to make the situation better. Yeah. It's just hard. So many kids too, these days, uh, you know, it's about fitting in. And sometimes yes. when you find a target that you can go after and uh, it unifies everybody around you. And that's, I mean, I think that's always been the case, but it seems especially bad now. Kids want to fit in, uh, they they like fitting in, and it's hard, I think it's harder today than it was when I was in school, you know, to to stand up and do the right thing and just be, you know, be different and stand up and say, hey, that's not right, that's what you're doing is wrong. So I, th- I think it's a really a tough situation. How many, how many schools did you have to put your kids into before you got them to the current one that they're, that they're doing better in? This is his fifth school. Wow. Military uh, Academy is his fifth one. That's amazing. And, it, yeah. I, I, it. <laughs> so that's from, from kindergarten to what grade in, the, in five different schools? He's in ninth grade now. Man, that's amazing. Yeah. And then your daughter had to change schools too. Yes. And she's at a different school though now. Yes. Right? She's, yeah. she's in a regular public school. And, and that's the, the point I was trying to make is that I'm not against public schools in any way. I'm against the way that kids behave now, and I'm against the way that the administration is able to respond to the way that these kids behave. But my daughter loves public school. She loves it. She thrives. She gets excellent grades. She's in clubs. She does whatever she can. She's just a more outgoing child, and she has so many friends. And so that fits her, but it doesn't fit my son. It He is more shy and reserved and he's 
he doesn't make friends <laughs> ever. He's never had a friend. I, I just have to say that he did have one, one boy that we thought was his friend, and he was part of the group that um, set him up to be beat up. And we found that out the hard Ugh. way that it, he wasn't really a friend. He was just trying to get him to wow. trust him so that they could beat him up. But Man. he just is not, he's, he's not socially inept, I guess. And, and it's hard to say that because I want him to be liked and I want him to have friends, but I just, I don't know how to help him in that area. But the military academy, they are very strict on bullying and it's, it has already happened. It happened within the first month of him going there. But the minute that it happened and we found out about it, we went to administration and they took care of it. And they, yeah. they told the child, they give them demerits there. And if you get three demerits, you're kicked out of the school. Mm -hmm. So um, they told him the kid got a, de a demerit for it. And they said, if it happens again, um, if you touch him in any way, you'll automatically be kicked out. But if you, if it happens again with just the bullying and the making fun of, then um, you will get another demerit and that'll be your last chance. So he hasn't said anything. He's stayed away from him pretty much ever since. And it's been, it's been so much nicer to have a little bit of a peace of mind dropping him off every day and knowing that he's not in, which I, I mean, anything could happen. I know it's not a hundred percent, but I just feel so much safer with him there than anywhere he's ever been. And, and yeah. he's, his grades have improved. He's now getting A's and B's instead of C's and D's. And he's just a happier child all around. Wow. Well, listen, that, the, the story as you're telling it, you know, I'm a parent. I have two kids of my own and uh, th that just breaks my heart. And it should break the heart of every, every parent um, who, who hears that story. But the good news is that, you know, one, Callan has parents who care. Th think of Think of kids who maybe are going through this and just don't have parents who are engaged enough to see it, uh, do anything about it, or don't feel like they can do anything about it. At least uh, your son has parents who understands that there are things that can be done. So he's very blessed and fortunate in that regard. But also, and I want to talk about Utah Fits All because you got involved in that movement. And this isn't just to, to help your son. While it will help your son, this will help every kid in Utah. To, to make those choices about what educational option is best for them, right? Right. So uh, on the first, um, the first instance where we felt like we had to switch schools, yeah. they wouldn't allow us the variance to go to another school in that area. And just, just trap, just trap your son in the, in the school. That was their answer. Yes, that was their There's answer. There's no answer. Jeez. And they said, well, okay, that on that instance, they told us, Boys will be boys. You have to let them grow up and they'll get over it eventually. Ugh. That's what they told us. <laughs> but when it didn't quit, every effort that we tried to make, it just would not quit. And it started getting worse. And um, so that's when we moved to another area so that we could take them to another school. And we let the administration know right off the bat that this has been happening. We need something. Um, it, basically, we need you to let us know like this won't continue that this will be a better environment for him and they did tell us that they did tell us that we take it seriously where there's a zero bullying policy and it happened again <laughs> and then um it, it just it was just non-stop and then with this school he's in now 
luckily they take outside, they take anybody. Um, well, it's a, a lottery system. You have to um, apply for it and be accepted. But um, he does have to wear a uniform and it's a military uniform. So the cost for us is we had to pay $700 just to get him into the school to get, wow. and that's, that's just the uniform costs and the school fees. So um, it was a, a big, I mean, not a lot of people can afford that. And yeah. the, the cost of gas just to get him there, which that's not covered in the, the scholarship, but um, the fees would be, and the uniform cost would be, and so for some parent that is in this situation that's not able to afford that, this is an option for them. It's, it, it's just every child is different. They're not going to, whether they're bullied or not, they're, if they don't fit in in that school, if, if they're just their needs are not being met as far as the teaching or mm-hmm. the, the learning environment, if they need something different, but they can't afford anything different. This is such a big help. It's it's a tremendous opportunity for a lot of students. Yeah, this is made this is going to make a gigantic difference uh for Utah students and parents and and I think it will help the public school system to get some signals uh you know when they when they are telling you there's nothing they can do about the bullying, maybe this will send a signal over time that there better be I something so. that they that they can do about bullying uh in in schools. Uh, in, this is a, this is a, as I said, it's a heart wrenching story to hear as a parent. And um, you know, my heart goes out to you and to Callan and and to your whole family, uh, kind of for what you've had to go through here. But it makes it even worse that the government, which you pay taxes to, right, just kept saying, "Well, nothing we can do. Not, you know, we, this is just the system as it is," and that's never an acceptable answer. And so I'm I glad agree. that. Yeah, I'm glad that you had the 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 foresight and the the fortitude to stick it out and to say, you know, we're in this together as a family and we're going to do what we need to 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 make sure that our son gets the education that 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 he deserves. So, I mean, what what a what a story. Um I'm just uh I'm very proud of your son. I think it he's had to put up with a lot. Your family's had to put up with a lot. And um, as I said, I, I know that it's been difficult, but I do think that it will bear fruit throughout his life. He'll be, he, he'll adapt and get better than, than lots of other kids will be at, at lots of things in life. So my best to Callan. Yeah, I hope so too. I'm, I'm so proud of him. He's been amazing and he's my little poster child. That's what we call him. <laughs> yeah. Poster child for bullying. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, when I come, what, what town are you in? in are you in Salt Lake around the Salt Lake area or somewhere else? About half hour from Salt, uh, north of Salt Lake. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, listen, when I come to Salt Lake next, I want to get a picture with Ken because <laughs> he sounds like he's my hero too. So right, we'll arrange good. that. Does that sound good? Yes. All right. Well, Kim, Kim Byram, um, an amazing parent who decided she just wasn't going to accept what the school district said was acceptable behavior and not only fought for her son, but also fought for all of the kids in Utah by working on this Utah fits all uh, plan and legislation uh, education savings account, essentially that is going to change the lives of kids 
in Utah because public officials had the courage to do the right thing and change the law and stand up to teachers unions and to the system because it wasn't providing for the kids of Utah. So Kim, thank you for joining us. I appreciate you being with us. Thank you. Yeah. Um, what, what a, what a story. And again, any parent listening to this, I mean, I'm sure there's moms with Kleenex boxes right now. I almost had to get Kleenex boxes and it's hard to make me, you know, cry about something like that. But I, I really do have a, a tender heart and a tender spot uh, for, for Callan and for any child who is, is treated that way. That's, that's, uh, that's terrible, but great news that they're making change in Utah. Okay. Well, listen, I, I want to see if you would help us out, go to iTunes or Spotify or whatever podcast platform that you use. We already have over 600 five-star reviews on iTunes and almost 800 five-star reviews on Spotify. And so thanks for keeping those great reviews coming. We appreciate it. We love your listenership and your partnership. Send me an email at jeff at americanpotential.com if you would like to tell us what you like, what you don't like about the podcast. We'd love to hear that. You can follow us on Facebook, on Twitter, and on YouTube. And we just appreciate you coming along for the ride with us each week on American Potential. Thank you for listening to American Potential. You may listen to more stories from Americans working every day to expand freedom and opportunity in their communities by visiting AmericanPotential.com.